0: Hi and welcome to episode 3 of Best Podcast. This is Tim. Today's episode we have Kate and Heather Graham. Kate is an aspiring writer and Heather is an aspiring actress and they're both moving out to L.A. soon to pursue their respective careers. Now, I've only known Kate and Heather for a few years, but they're awesome people and we've worked on a few things together, uh, such as the Renaissance Fair and the 48-Hour Film Festival, which we'll get into in the show... Uh, We're lucky to get this interview with them because they're both in the process of moving. So we wish them the best of luck. And also, if you want to know where to find Best Podcast, on more than just where you're finding it from, which is, I assume, Facebook right now, you can find us on Stitcher. Just type in Best Podcast to their little searchy thing. And please don't hesitate to rate and review us on Stitcher because the more you rate and review us, the more popular we become. And we like being popular. Uh, you can also find us on Podcast Machine, which is the website that our podcast originates from. Uh, just type Best podcast" into their search bar. And you can just plug our RSS feed into your God knows what kind of podcasting app you have. There's a billion of them. But our RSS feed works on all of them. So sit back and enjoy Episode 3 of Best Podcast. With Kate and Heather Graham. Alright, so, uh, we are here with Kate and Heather, and, uh, why don't you guys introduce yourselves?
1: Okay. Kate, you go first. Why? Because you said your name <laughs> first. Uh. So.
2: I'm Kate Graham. I don't know
0: what else. Talk about like what you do. Like um, you're a writer.
2: Yeah. So I'm. Uh, I'm gonna move to L.A. and try to become a professional television writer.
0: All right. Um, and Heather.
1: Um, my name is Heather Graham, and I'm an actress. Have been for some time, but now I'm. I'm headed out to L.A. to do it professionally. So. Uh, that's that's what I do. Uh,
0: how long have you guys been doing your respective writing and or acting?
1: Um, I started when I was, I think, eight. That was my first play that I was in. Uh, I was Jesus Christ Superstar.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a fun play. <laughs>
1: it might not sound so fun, but it's a rock opera um, <laughs> based on... Like Jesus and Judas's relationship from like the perspective of Judas. All
3: right.
1: Have you ever Have you ever seen it? Or I haven't seen it. I've heard of it, I've but heard, I haven't I've seen, heard seen it. it. I've never it's, seen it. It's actually, I really like it. It's it's a lot of fun fun music. Um, but I mean, I was in the children's chorus, right. so there was like two scenes that we were in, and then for the rest of the time, we were kept backstage. Entertained somehow <laughs> Running around I feel Now that I look back I feel bad for the person Who was in charge of Like I don't know how many Maybe 10 15 people running Kids running yeah. around
0: Backstage well, uh, <laughs> Sounds like fun In some places that's a job You know Child wrangler <laughs> <Ooh>.
1: <laughs> Yeah that's, that's That's At points But it was It's community theater So you know Everyone there is volunteer Right And um the place that I did it at was called Creative Ministries at that moment um, now it's called CM Performing Arts something or other they had to take out the like Christian overtones of oh, whatever okay. they did I guess <laughs> um, but that's that's what, what they were at that point and um, I don't know how the person who was in charge of it did it but he ended up getting so many talented people to work for free for him oh yeah <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
1: Sorry. <laughs> there was a thought in my head. That I, thinking, oh, God, I, thinking, um, I don't know how he did it. We're just gonna leave it at that. Point. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was like we had set designers that used to work for Broadway that were working with us. Wow. And, you know, like costume design. It, like I have no idea how he ended up getting all of these people, but they volunteered their time and and we put on some really great productions. So. I was really fortunate to have that um, in my youth, <laughs> childhood. It sounds so corny when you say those words. But, um, but yeah, when I first started out, I was, I was in a really, really awesome group. You know, I had a pretty high standard of, um, of what my performances like needed to be.
3: Yeah. So that's
1: how I started out. What about you, Kate?
2: <laughs> how long have you been doing
1: what you do? Oh, I've been
2: writing since I was really little like probably since I could actually put sentences together but as far as script writing in particular that's only been a couple couple uh, years now
0: um, Have you done anything like like actual like TV script writing?
2: Yeah I've done spec scripts for a Modern Family I'm working on one for Parks and Recreation uh, and then uh, show them to agents and submit them to contests and all that fun stuff
0: Oh that's cool uh, have you gotten any scripts, like, on TV, or...
2: No, I was a semi-finalist in one of the contests, and uh, I'm working on the other stuff,
0: so... Okay, that's cool. Uh, now we all worked on a few things together. Um, we did the 48-hour film festival, yep. which was ridiculous.
1: <laughs> which is 48 hours. <laughs> for <the
0: festival.
1: laughs> well, we didn't even have the worst of it. The no yeah yeah the, 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 the actors didn't have the worst of it definitely post-production always takes so much more time
0: <laughs> oh yeah those poor editors oh yeah. my god mm-hmm. everything was like three or four takes and they had to like cram it all together okay. um
2: and then edit out the party in the background yeah <laughs> Kid's birthday party with the extremely loud music
0: we're, we were filming like on location in this church parking lot and the residents around it, one of the people was, like, having a huge, like, party in, in right next to the parking lot. And you could hear the music. We actually had to go over there and tell them to shut the hell up. <laughs> I went over
1: there with, uh, with blood all over my head <laughs> yeah. in hopes that that would scare them into maybe shutting down their music without me having to actually interact with the humans that were over there. But, um... But, I yeah, it, it didn't seem to scare them. It scared of the kids, and then they just ran inside, and nothing happened.
0: So. Now, I know for, like, the, the production crew, like, from writers and, and the production crew and some of the actors didn't, like, sleep a whole lot the night before, so we weren't very uh, amenable as people to begin with at that point. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know I had only gotten two or three hours of sleep. Uh, because I had shoehorned myself into one of the writing roles and got roped into being an extra mm-hmm. with the rest of the writers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was fun, but we, we kind of regretted it a little bit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, we were
2: very, very tired. <laughs> yes.
0: I believe I slept for 12 or 13 hours after that. Yeah. It
4: just crashed.
0: And I was sad that we didn't like, place it anything because I thought our our... Mini film was really really good.
1: Did you go to the
0: showing? I I wasn't able to because I was working.
1: You did? I did. Yeah, I went to the showing with um Chris. along with Chris and uh, a few of the other people who, who I had kind of just met. Um, but Chris and I sat together and we were watching the the other entries. Some of the other entries were ridiculous, <laughs> like absolutely ridiculous to the point of at at one point someone had had the the found footage.
0: Oh, they had the found footage yeah, genre. Footage yeah, genre, yeah.
1: That's the word. Um, they had the found footage genre, and they had no idea what to do with the found footage genre. <laughs> and so they literally had this person in the beginning of the the film come into this person's house and be like, "Hey, I found this footage." <laughs> 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 but in its case, it, was, it was some of the, the things that we had to um, we had to include, um, and of course everyone here knows it, but. Um, for people listening, there are certain lines that we had to include, certain props that we had to yeah. include, um, and some of the the way that the other groups handled that was just so obvious that it was painful to watch. <laughs> um, there was someone decided to use the tongs as like an ice.
0: Like an ice pick, like, no, whatever. no,
1: like to to give someone a piece of ice. Oh, okay. It's really just not something that, people, and it was like right center, center front, like this <laughs> big picture of it. Like they wanted to make sure the judges knew that they were using tongs, and, and some of the line placement in there was was the same way. That it was just so obviously forced into into the, the script. Yeah. Um, but, but you said there were some really really good ones. Oh yeah, there were some really good Yeah ones. I
0: heard there were like one or two really good ones that like they're the reason why we didn't win. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. There was there was one um I think the the entire audience I now mean, you can tell yeah. quality when, when you see it and the, the, the one that they had picked as I'm sure first place um was what was it called? It was the sports genre,
3: uh-huh.
1: um, and they did it with a chess match, and um, it was about—I wish I remembered the name of it—but it was about this man getting over his his dead wife, and she was haunting him. It was—it was really, really interesting, um, like taking away the memories that he had of her, and, and oh, it was wow. just—it was very, very, very interesting, really well done. Um, we had a. Like a, a back and forth question and answer session afterwards and the people who had written and directed like went up there and, and said a little bit about their stuff and the people who had made that one had been at it for a few years so they, oh, had, okay. yeah, they had a group of people that they did this festival every year with and so once you have you know how everyone works, you know who you're yeah. working with you kind of get into a rhythm that I'm sure they could have they worked easier with each other, and knew they were on the same wavelength for everything. And um, they knew which
4: strengths to play with. Exactly. And, yeah. yeah.
1: When you have a, a known group of people that you do things over and over with. So so you can get a step up every year. Right. You know, doing it, practicing it, everyone knows what they're doing, where their roles are. Um, so, but for the first year that we were all doing this, yeah. kind of thrown together as a group, <laughs> and some of us were meeting each other for the first time.
0: No, we um, were we were literally thrown together as a group. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. One
0: day, one day, Corey, who put this all together, and hopefully I'll have him on the show at some point. Corey called me and was like, "Tim, you know people, right?" And I was like, "A few, yeah." Why? He's like, "Listen, I'm putting together this thing for a film festival. I need you to get people. I need actors." And I was like, "Okay." And he's also, and then he was like, "I also need you to put together a Kickstarter." And I was like, "All right," because <laughs> he he rented this like big professional grade camera that costs $300 a day to rent Mm -hmm. and so he was like you need to put together a Kickstarter and you need to find people and I was like okay so I got uh, I got you guys I got a few other people I got Chris who was the fight choreographer and I got Keith who was like second or third AD I don't know what Keith ended up doing it involved a lot of running around (laughs) (laughs) And actually, my job also involved a lot of running around, because uh, my favorite thing from that whole thing was Keith came to me, and he's like, we need newspaper, and we need hot
4: dogs. (laughs) And jugs. You said jugs. And
0: jugs. And jugs. So uh, me and one of the other uh, actors went to go get jugs at BJ's, because there's a BJ's close by. And then I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do for hot dogs. We don't have money to spend on hot dogs. We spend it all on the camera. (sighs) And I remember we have in my refrigerator we had really old hot dogs. (laughs) We just hadn't thrown out yet. So I came home and Amanda was there and she's like, "What are you doing?" I thought you were filming. I was like, "Yeah, I need newspaper and hot dogs now." (laughs) So I went into the fridge. I got the two like most stale frozen-over hot dogs.
4: (laughs) Freezer burn.
0: (laughs) And like a value shopper newspaper that I we just had lying around. I was like, "Okay, I gotta go buy." And, uh, Jeff was the actor that had to work with the hot dogs, and we tried to make him eat them, but he wouldn't. <laughs> I think
3: if we made him eat them, we wouldn't have Jeff
0: as as <laughs> Oh, that was, that was a lot of fun, and I want to do it again, but I don't want to do it again.
3: Yeah. I think
4: you can only do that again if you, like, take the next two days off of work yeah. afterwards <laughs>
1: to recuperate. Yeah. I actually, I had to go to work that night, um... I was. I ended up being late for work because we we ran over yeah, from what yeah. we, we expected to be. Um, I had my client calling me. I, I work as a dog walker, and uh, I had my client calling me at like six, seven, being like, "Are you there yet?" And I'm just like, "Ah, uh, no, no, I'm not there yet.
3: Please, just, I'm so sorry. We're running
1: over time. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there." Um, you know, towards the end, it started getting tense. Yeah. Because then we were on a definite time restraint, and people who hadn't been sleeping have even more hours under the belt of not sleeping. It was hot. People were um,
0: starting to get agitated because
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. because the the process the process of filming it took longer than everyone thought it would because there were so many other takes, and it's not anyone's fault. It's just we had to do so many takes of different scenes and so many different shots. all the people that were extras including myself like what the hell are we doing here for so long yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah. we're erasing the sun too yeah that was a big problem is we needed the the natural light oh um, yeah i
0: remember that but at the end there we had like guys with those big reflectors (laughs) trying to get what little sun there was and then at the end we're just like fuck it we'll do it without the sun we'll put the sun in later But I thought I thought the end the end result came out pretty good. I didn't
3: I it did. when
0: when we when we put it together originally, like when we were writing it, I was like, okay, this is gonna be uh, uh, an okay film. But it ended up being a lot better than I thought it was.
1: Yeah, um, I I really liked our end product, and um, I thought we we would have had a chance. Um, it just happened to be which which uh, group we were thrown in with.
2: How good is this mic? Heather is probably going to need
1: to buy one. Because yeah, you need to buy one for your voice acting. Experience. I do. I need to buy one. Um, actually, that's that's a great tie-in right there. <laughs> because the after being an actor in that, the 48-hour film festival thing, um, I watched it, and I was very proud of everything that, that we all did. But my favorite part of what I did was at the very end I had offered up My voice for the announcer oh
3: yeah 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 and
1: um and that's that ended up being like i'm like oh i'm really happy that i did that because i'm proud of that performance (laughs) i'm like as 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 a creative anything you always look at at stuff that you you finish and you're like nah i could have done that better i could have done that (laughs) whatever um i listened to myself and i was like Oh, that's, that's pretty good. I, yeah. I, I, I did my the you thing. Gave that, that I've been... Give
0: that extra little like twinge of creepiness to the, to, the, yeah. to, the, to the.
4: I didn't know that was you. I enjoyed that. I thought it was well
1: done. <laughs> I had no idea who it was. Um, I offered up. Actually, Kate was the one who who mentioned it because I've been taking voice acting um, classes and uh, like private I don't know sessions with the the voice acting coaches and stuff. Um, and so I don't know what he got a hold <laughs> of. <are> you <laughs> I mean, That's more than
0: just his okay. We just had it in post. It's fine.
1: <laughs> um,
4: Best but, thing about
0: yeah. pre-recording.
1: <laughs> but that is uh, that's the reason why she mentioned it, and and I was happy to have taken the stuff that I learned in the classes, all of the technique that that they taught us, um, and and kind of. Turn it into a really good performance, so that, that made me really happy. I want you to voice act so I can get free video games.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what all the voice acting is—just like video games and stuff, right? Um, a lot of it. Yeah. Oh,
1: well, actually, a big part of voice acting is stuff that no one realizes that are voice actors. Um, there's like promotional material, uh, like corporate welcome videos, like oh, things okay, like that, stuff you know. Like that. Stuff like that is where a voice actor makes the bulk of their money, um, unless you happen to be a well-known right. actor already, and then you end up being uh, like kind of pulled into it through through that venue. But um, but yeah, like the best chance that I have to break into um, like video games, animation, that kind of stuff, and voice acting is being out in L.A. Because um, most voice acting nowadays is done at home. Right. Well, like something like this. Right. You record yourself, you edit yourself, and you send it in. Um, but the the voice acting for, for animation and video games is still done on site. And so that stuff is all in the studios, and the studios are in L.A. And that's that <laughs> that part of the my decision to move out there was um was advice from one of my coaches saying that that's where the work was if i wanted to do that so yeah yeah <laughs> yeah
0: um well let's move on to uh renaissance fairs
4: <laughs> okay
0: that's, that's 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 where we're gonna go that's what go. <laughs> this
4: is More Renaissance. Fairs. all right cool cool story <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here and eat my salsa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you guys both did the uh, the Midsummer Fantasy Renaissance Fair mm-hmm. the last two years? Yeah. Yeah, the last two yeah. years. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, twenty twelve and twenty thirteen. Yes.
0: Um how did you like that? Have you done Renaissance fairs before that?
1: No. This was the first one. All of us. Yeah, that was the first one. I actually, I didn't, I didn't plan on being in it in it at all. Um, Kate was doing research for a book, and she got in touch with the people who run the fair, and, I um, with Danny, and Mercy. Danny and Marcy. You didn't really know that at the time. That
4: started for research for a book.
2: Oh uh, yeah,
4: that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's a pretty cool reason to be a part of it. It's <laughs> better than his reason. <laughs> it interests me somewhat, but mostly
2: I wanna I wanna research it. And then the first day I got there, there was some kind of scheduling weirdness with Danny.
3: There's some always... there was some kind of
2: miscommunication between <laughs> us of some kind. Uh, so I actually ended up in quite class the first day that. I came to meet anybody and then I ended up in fight class and, uh, <laughs> and stayed because it was awesome <laughs> <laughs> That's probably, that's definitely the best part of affairs is is the fight stuff. Yeah,
0: the fight right. stuff is
2: um, so I never never really considered myself an actress. I mean I could try it but it's not really like something I pursued but the fight stuff is really fun.
0: I, I never considered myself an actor because I'm terrible. I thought
1: you were going to say actress. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I may have considered myself an actress. Yeah, and then and then I don't
1: even
2: know how I got you to, to start. I was like, um, they're teaching a stage combat, and you were like, oh, I kind of want to learn that
1: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, the is at least a little bit more interesting. <laughs> um, she came home and was like, man, no one likes me there. <laughs> Come to, come to the combat class with me so I have someone to talk to. Uh-huh. And, and I was just like, no, you know, that's your thing. Um, because That's pretty accurate. <laughs> My group is pretty clicky.
0: Yeah, it gets a little yeah. clicky. Like, the first time I did it, nobody liked me. <laughs> For, like, years, people thought I was fucking weird.
2: <laughs> yeah, the first day I went there, I was put in the noob group, right? Because that's what they do. Yeah. And we were, we had part where we were like, like, okay, okay, get a partner. And... Cassie mm-hmm. and Dan and Brandon, is that her? Brandon,
0: name? yeah, I think.
2: That, that one of the two twins. Yeah. They were there. And so they said get partners, and Cassie called uh, Dan. And Brandon was like... Uh, uh, <laughs> and he was stuck with me, and I'm like, uh, just come over here, <laughs> i <I'm> not
3: getting
2: married. <laughs> 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 People... <laughs> and I love these guys, but like nobody introduced themselves. Yeah. Like, and I'm not good at it either. So what can I say? Yeah. And, like being new, it's it's harder than being established and introducing oneself. So, so it was a rough beginning. And then I just stayed kind of quiet. And my first friend was RMS because he was our uh, our teacher and like yeah. talked to me. Yeah, <laughs> so, he's a cool guy. Yeah.
1: And then I guess that's why you joined? Um, yeah, because you wanted someone to talk to. You. <laughs> <laughs> and at first I was resistant because I, like, Kate and I do a lot of stuff together. Yeah. And, um, and she wanted to do this, and I wanted her to do it on her own. I'm like, you know, have, have a hobby outside of things that, that you do with me. I have hobbies, like, I, I go and I do my, my community theater stuff, and she's not really involved with that. So I'm like, you know, it'll, it, you'll meet new people, go go do this, it's good for you, you know, whatever. So I didn't want to step on her toes. I didn't want to <laughs> come in there and be me, who happens to be kind of loud and friendly and, you know, whatever, um, and then take away that, that excitement and that, that specialness for her. Um, so I didn't want to do it. And I didn't want. I'm like, well, maybe, maybe I'll do it. I don't know. It sounds okay. <laughs> um,
2: but yeah. And then you're like, I'll join, but I'm not gonna do it if it conflicts with community theater. So whatever. <laughs> and, and
1: then I was like, man, I I like it. <laughs> I had a good time. On time, I learned some stuff. Uh, I fought Rachel. Um, Rachel was my first partner. Marley, not for Marley anymore. Ray, Royland, Royland, yeah. And um, and her and I were, were paired up, and we ended up just kind of working on a fight. We had we had fun together. And I
2: fought Aaron, and he
3: never
1: showed up. <laughs> 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 when yeah. When he did, he was super charming <laughs> in his dance shoes and his. Uh, <laughs> Table a table cloth. Cloth. Yeah. But um but yeah, so, so it was fun once I got into it and and then I couldn't help myself but enjoy what I was doing. Um, especially since I'm a costumer and I got very into... I'm like, ooh, I get to have a challenging thing. I was like, animal kin. <laughs> um, I, I wanted to make a moving tail. That was like my thing. I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm gonna. And, and Kim was like, yeah, I tried to do that once. It didn't work. And I was like, no, I'm going to do it. <laughs> so um, so I, I worked for however many months it takes to get all the stuff together. Um. On this this stupid tail that, that moved when when I like moved my shoulders, and it ended up working. I ended up getting something that did what I wanted it to do, um, which excited uh, Jacinta no end. She would run up behind me and be like, "Wag it, wag it,", wag it. and I'm like, "Okay." Um, I mean, it, it had some kinks to it. Like I needed to, I needed to, to like stretch it out beforehand because the um, the links inside of it that make up like the spine of the tail would get stuck and like clamped together. So I had to kind of stretch it out before I, I did anything. And then I would move my shoulders and it would wag from <laughs> side to side. And uh, I was kind of proud of it. <laughs> I didn't plan my my costume. At, around that at all. No. I didn't want to be Animal King just to make a (laughs) test. But, um, I I ended up working out. ended up having a good time, so.
0: And then, um, I remember your fight from the the first year because it was in my documentary.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: It was in various parts, I think, of the documentary. Probably. I forget exactly where. I know it's in the beginning, and I know it's somewhere in the middle. (laughs) Um, but... And that was one of the better fights that from recording for fucking ever uh, that I saw for the fair. Like your fight with uh, Rachel and like Artemis and Jimmy's fight were probably the top. Oh, and my fight. My fight was pretty <laughs> good. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I did to the I Forgot about
2: that. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I almost forgot about that too. My fight was pretty oh, good. Yeah. yeah. No, I died at the end, so it was good. You die mostly. I, let me tell you, I, I'm actually my win-loss record for fight is is even.
4: That's only because this past year because you were a bear. How does somebody kill a bear? And the
0: fair is
2: forfeited.
4: Yeah, and the fair is that's, forfeited.
0: That's true. Yeah. So
1: I mean, a win is a win. Really, you just lose all the time unless people give up. I'll take it. I felt bad. I was like, come on, animals, let's go in my in my gear uniform <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was secretly like hoping for the animal kin to win. like
0: come on when, when, when we worked out that fight we were like um, the animal kin are going to win but not really so that's that's what it turned into um, because the animal kin had the advantage on the two fairies and because Keith was there too so it was like a three on two and we didn't want to seem like oh three on two he'd win all the time so the fairies ended up winning strategically, but we were like, the animal fairies are just gonna win. They need one. <laughs> they need one,
1: yeah. We got,
0: we got almost booed every time we went out there. Oh,
2: people love the fairies. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: People do love fairies. But you guys, your fight, the last fight, was amazing. Thank you. It was ridiculous. <laughs>
4: I was amused every
0: time I watched <laughs> that fight. <part. laughs>
4: every time I watched that fight, I'm like, this is entertaining.
0: The first time I saw the fake blood, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> that
1: surprised so many people. Oh yeah, the first time Yeah, I saw, it all. was everywhere. <laughs> we played
2: the, the whole thing with the blood and then it, only when we finally did it did I realize, oh crap, she's going to kiss me with that. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh God. Kidding, we had, we had
1: had a bunch of photographers trying to capture that moment when me covered in blood <laughs> kissed her at the end of the fight. No. Um, we uh, we worked we worked on that fight with Rob Richnowski. <laughs> Rob Richnowski. Um, that's how you say it. I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. Um, he's actually someone. He's the fight director down at Phoenix uh, Stage Company, which is the the theater in Nagatuck that I work at now up here oh that's cool um and we met through there and i knew that that he did that stuff he was always conducting the violence through all of our plays (laughs) and um and so we we worked on the fight with him and we we went over his house like once a week to to just work on it and and play around a little and get new ideas and perfect the things that we were doing um because some stuff needed to be thrown out because it wasn't working or or whatever. Um, but he was able to guide us a little bit more um, because, well, I mean, not in the faces, like, 20, 30, 40 people so at that point. I yeah. think the
0: membership is up to, like, 50. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, so versus, take take what you get from, like, a group class versus what you get from working one-on-one with the fight director, and, you know, your, uh, your fight is going to to improve a lot but, well, he's uh, a fight captain for not in the face now yeah he's actually joined us
0: oh really <laughs> yeah
1: he was the one who um, if you went to any of the classes
0: I haven't been to any of the classes yet because I work on Mondays which oh. is such a pain
1: which it might change according to him I saw him the other night for um, the opening night of Death and Taxes um, if it turns
0: to Wednesday I will totally be there. Yeah, he, his,
1: his, it's, it conflicts with his schedule for Monday nights. so I think that, and he, he and Chris, um, we kind of got them together and, and now they have a wonderful bromance yeah.
0: relationship. Uh, well, yeah,
1: because, <laughs> anything involving fight, Chris is yeah. yeah. a little, you know.
0: Chris, Chris is a fight choreography nerd, <laughs> yeah. So. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, so, and they, I'm, well, Rob is up. pretty much the same way. <laughs> so when they started talking to each other, they were talking about the people they trained with, and and they were talking about the different festivals that they went to, and they were just so so happy. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, this is a match made in heaven. I'm really happy that I met him. <laughs> and uh, and he um, so yeah. So now he's joined up with us, and he's done a class on falling. That's what he said he did, which is something
2: that I really wanted to learn. Um, yeah. And I did a lot of it as Morgan.
0: I did. I did a lot of that too. I wish yeah. I was there for that class. Yeah. Because
2: <laughs> yeah. there's, there's there's some really cool and fun ways to do it. And then if you just try to do it on your own, it can be really painful. Yeah.
4: There was. Um, Could have used that last year when Dennis went through the table. I'm sure. Oh God.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Chris kept wanting to like make sure that it was safe and. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> well, that scene, they're like, there's no time, just do it, because because <laughs> yeah. we figured out that scene like two weeks before yeah, fair. That
1: was Two weeks? That's that's giving it a real <laughs> <laughs> like Two days. Like, Did they yeah. do scene five yet? <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I remember?
1: Finished the main yet?
0: Yeah. I remember we like all met up at, on the field and we're like, all right, let's figure out scene five. And I was like, what?
2: We should have
0: done this a long time ago.
2: Yeah, and then the, the pit, which I was running. Uh, got pushed back as well. Like, it was just on the individuals who were in it to make it as good as possible. Well, because, I
0: mean, you can... Because
2: the melee in uh, Scene 5 are a priority, and they were pushed back to, yeah. the, to mm. the limit.
0: Well, I mean, you can tell in the individual fights the people who put in the work and the people who didn't. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, uh, yeah. I mean, you can't... You can't make people be more interested... Yeah. You know, um, yeah, or so scheduling conflicts. Or scheduling conflicts. Yeah. So they're just a, a combination of whatever people could do and um, and how however much people wanted to do.
0: Yeah, it was it was it was a combination of dedication, actual time to do it, and skill level. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And the fact that there's 50 people in the fight group and
1: one director, and one fight director, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> makes it difficult. Park, yes, yeah, sort, yeah, so, so now, more time with everybody. I'm sure that would be exactly, right. yeah, exactly. But, um, we but, fig- yeah.
0: we figured out the solution to that was show up on the on day. the second day. When no one else is there. <laughs> yeah, no one else
4: was there. <laughs> I nobody did. I went a few times with you just to watch, and there was like his group, and I think Nicole showed up a few times, and her partner didn't even show up, and uh, she just. Yeah. I was like, God damn it, she drove all the way from like Massachusetts, and her partner didn't show up. I was yeah. like, that sucks.
0: So we got we got real one on one time really with the did. fight director, <laughs> and that's that's why our fight turned out the way it did because we also we practice our
4: asses yeah, off. Right well, yeah, because you guys came over here and practiced too. In addition.
0: And, mm-hmm. and you guys live together so you got to practice yeah, whenever so, you yeah, so want
1: <laughs> we had Monday night and then we had Wednesday or Friday when whenever we went over rob's yeah. and um, I mean he the same thing with Chris actually Chris and and, and him do the same process of, of like making the fight when they're making it up um you know or, or kind of letting us make it up <clears throat> um, yeah, Rob gave us weapons. Yeah, um, he was talking about like the two characters and having a big story. Um, what one person wants, what the other person wants, how they conflict, and and so that's how we ended up getting a lot of the fun tumbles and falls from Morgan, um, Kate's character, because she was not on the same. Morgan was not on the same skill level as Gare. Right. in terms of fighting, um, and you took her personality and figured out what she would do in different instances. Um, and that coupled with the fact that you were using daggers versus my, like, <laughs> handed... Whatever it was, two-handed the two-handed... fucking <laughs> <sword>. <laughs> um,
3: Yeah.
1: So it's pretty much like, okay, this weapon is not going to block that weapon, so, <laughs> so what you have to do is always be dodging. Right. And, um, and, and then, like, look for an opening and, and use your strengths against her. So So it was really interesting in the way that we were able to tell the story through the fight? Well, it was
2: fun. I mean, Rob was showing me one of the forward rolls. Yeah. He had the daggers in his hand and he did the roll and he left the dagger there. And I was like, no, I like that. We're keeping that. <laughs> yeah, with a happy stand. That
0: was one of my favorite things when you tumbled through and you came up without the daggers and you're like, ah-ha! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: completely a mistake because Rob <laughs> let go of the daggers when he was doing the forward roll. He's like,
2: ah, oh, yeah, He's like, no, you, you'd hold on to them. I'm like, no, I don't
1: believe <laughs> you yeah, it's a funny moment in the fight. So, so it was, um, really helped out by, by having someone who was not only just a fighting coach, but also someone who, who helped us through, like, story and, um, and character. Too. And he's yeah. an experienced
2: actor, too. Yeah, right?
1: he's actually, he's an, he's an experienced actor. He's, he's, he's a great actor. Um, anything he's in down in Phoenix, um, oh, it's great, really, really good character. Um, he's he's very, very strong presence.
0: Yeah. And your guys, your guys' fight was a really good example of storytelling through stage combat. Yeah. Um, my fight, uh, the five-person clusterfuck that it was, <laughs>
3: that's um, a good example. Was, sure. was
0: more of an example of of stage combat turned to ridiculous. <laughs> Um, actually we we had a we had a similar thing with our characters except ours ended up being a huge uh, conflict in the group because all of our characters were like super powered fucking animals or fairies or mm-hmm. demigods yeah you were and we couldn't and we couldn't figure out how to like adequately represent how powerful each of our characters were and until like it was maybe six weeks from fair and we were having such a fucking time trying to figure it out because we were coming across moves like oh no my character wouldn't do that or oh no your character wouldn't do that because of this and that and at one point we are like why don't we just turn it up to 11 why don't we just all of our characters are super powered motherfuckers why don't we just represent that like I'm a bear man I'm I can just do crazy bullshit because I'm the strongest character and we are like well Jeff's a fairy He's flighty and maneuvery and he can do all that stuff, but he's not as strong as I am, so I can break him. <laughs> and and Keith's character in the at least in the fair was some sort of demigod god, yeah. whatever. So he was, you know, unkillable, so you could beat the crap out of him all you wanted
4: and Nothing. whatever.
0: And Jacinta was a wolf person?
4: Yeah.
0: Yes, I remember that. She was a wolf person. So she was, like, you know, very fast, and she had the daggers and all that. So you are like, let's just do that. You missed Tony. And Tony, who was another, he was a combat fairy.
4: Is that what he was?
0: He was a combat fairy. A dark fairy.
4: Yeah, he just had black wings and looked like an evil fairy. That's all I got out of it. What, so, what was his backstory? It
1: was something crazy. It was something crazy. Something yeah. really complicated.
0: He made up. He made up ridiculous backstory. <laughs>
1: and I'm like, okay, no one's gonna ask. <laughs> yeah, I'm just that. My,
0: my, my character wasn't like a scripted character or anything. I just made up something. And I was like, okay, there's an alpha. Every other person has like a king's guard, and the animal king, king doesn't have a guard. So I'm gonna be like, I'm the captain of the guard for the animal king. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was understandable I snuck my way into a few scenes you tend to do that every year don't you yeah I do <laughs> like they I was at I was at one of the rehearsals and they were they were doing one of the scenes with uh, the bad guys all the bad guys were there um you and you blocked yourself in and I just blocked myself in cause <laughs> Jacinta and Albert who were the other two uh, scripted animal kin were walking on and Jacinta was like why don't you just walk on with us I was like yeah alright whatever <laughs> so I did it, and it worked out. No one told me no. Yeah,
1: yeah. But, and then, then it's like too late to tell you now. After, um, <laughs> <laughs> I had an experience with that um, in Titanic when I was in that at the Warner. I, it, it kind of baffled me because I had never been in anything that wasn't. Very strict in terms of like, okay, these are the people who are on stage. This is where you they had a very strong idea of the blocking, and we knew where we were, who we were, what was going on at all times. The director for that one often just told us to make chaos, and I was like, (laughs) What does that mean? What does that even mean? I can't, I can't. Probably like
4: the most accurate way to direct Titanic.
1: I mean, make (laughs) chaos. (laughs) But remember, you're talking to actors. So when you tell actors to, like, go stand over here in a clump, all of them want to be in the front row. And so, so we're all standing there in, like, kind of a curved row. We're, like, trying to make a clump, but everyone's like, I'm going to be a little bit ahead of this guy. <laughs> we're all in a row. He comes up, and he's, he's like, why is everyone standing in a row? I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, because you told a bunch of actors to stand in a closet and, um, and, and things like that. There was like, who? Literally, this person asked me, asked us as a group, like, who wants to be in this scene? And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Everyone. <laughs> actors, like, the more time we have on stage, the more better this is. More, more better. Um, but so I just kind of at first I was I was against it. I was like having a bad time and everything, and then. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna embrace this. <laughs> and so I was just like, anytime anyone needed me on stage, I'm like, I'm here. Yeah, I would just stand in places. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, now I'm blocked here because I'm just standing here. And um, I ended up, I ended up getting the cross dress <laughs> because
3: um,
1: I had been put into the like the dancing circle in the middle of there's like a big ballroom scene. And I was put in the middle of this with a female, um, partner because we had like five guys and the rest of the cast was female. And so I'm like, okay, so most of us were, were female, female partners. And I ended up staying there throughout the whole time until the, 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 the choreographer was like, oh, well, you know, do you want it? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm okay with, with dressing like a guy. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And he's like, well, sure, if you're okay with it, then that's okay. <laughs> and before they could change their mind, I, like, went to the costumer and I'm like, yep, yeah, I'm a guy in this scene and I'm gonna need this. <laughs> uh-huh. I ended up being, like, part of the service staff like that because I'm um, like I'm gonna stand here and and once the costumer takes my measurements for these costumes you can't say no <laughs> so I I ended up being in a lot more scenes than I probably should have been because like just no one told me no.
2: That's kind of amusing because your partner was taller than you. Oh that and was, that your clothes was...
1: were too big for you. Well, they had to be too big for me, because if anything was fitted, it would be... I know, but
2: you know, yeah, here you are with clothes that are too big for you with this woman who's taller I know, than she, was,
1: she was way <laughs> tall. She was taller without <laughs> the, the uh, heels. And then, of <laughs> the course, the my... I'm a super little man. <laughs> <laughs> I are a lot of facial yeah. I drew my hair back, <laughs> just slicked my hair back, and it was in, like, a... Uh, I want to say like five, 10 minute scene change, <laughs> like I had, I had to go downstairs while they were doing whatever other scene was in between these, these two different scenes, take off all of my female makeup, throw on some male makeup, like change everything, bind down everything that I needed to do and run upstairs and be ready to like come out and dance with my partner. And my partner was cool with it. I was like, "Do you mind?" And she's like, "I don't care." <laughs> um, but yeah, she was. She had to be at least like a, <laughs> at least a, head, a head taller than me. And then she put on high heels, <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I she was like spinning under my arm. I'm like, "You got it." <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think it was... we couldn't have found you like a more height appropriate <laughs> female partner. <laughs> short women there too and I don't know why but I'm like whatever I don't care if I make a fuss about this they might take me out of the scene <laughs> I, I want to dance this stupid part I want to cross dress it's fun <laughs> so, um, so I did and uh, and uh, the director down at Phoenix was like I saw you on stage and I was like what the hell is she doing <laughs>
3: is that
0: Heather out there <laughs> oh my god
1: <laughs> That's what happens when people
0: don't tell you no. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what happens when people don't tell you no. I don't,
4: but... I don't think you've gone that far before. <laughs> no. no,
0: let me tell you, but the last day of the fair, the very first year of the Renaissance Fair, or that I was there. Um, it was the
4: first year of this version of it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Chris was the main bad guy. He was Morgan, and uh, the fight director. And I was one of his henchmen. I was quote-unquote a henchman. I was the henchman. And the last day of fair, it was raining. And so Chris had this hilarious idea. He said, go get one of, he sells the parasols at a booth. He said, go get the parasol and hold it over me.
4: Actually, you used mine. Which yeah. is a red, lacy one. It's like, because it was the prettiest one. And I was like, all right, if I'm going to buy something at fair, I'm going to buy something pretty. So I'm, this is a red, lacy, doily kind of pattern. And yeah. and that's what you walked out with, holding it above his head. Yeah, I was
0: holding it above his head. It was, during, it was during the chess match scene. And so people were, I, I assume that people were saying, like, what the fuck is he doing? I was saying that. Uh... <laughs> and when it was Chris's turn to come out and do his fight, I followed him into the center of the ring. <laughs> With the thing, and I had a cloth, and I dabbed his face to get the water off of his face.
4: (laughs) That's good. And nobody told you no there. See, that's a more fun, that's a funnier story than walking in front of the alpha. You,
1: uh, you need to come this fair as like a princess. (laughs) 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 Just (laughs) find a way
2: to make up up some foreign land.
0: a uh, like a sleeping beauty like Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> like one of those like really fake ones you can really tell yeah. that it was yeah, sewn like, together in a factory <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> like cinderella's blue gown yeah, yeah. let's With, get you cinderella's and a
0: tiara or bell's
4: yellow bell's yellow gown <laughs> is much that'd better be it's very glittery and flowery. lacy <laughs> 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 so, see, that. Yeah. See, if you get me a sewing machine, they have patterns for that <laughs> so at the at the fabric fabric store. I can totally just make that for you. I can
0: I can do that, but I'm not wearing heels and wear flats.
4: That's fine with me, <laughs> as long as they're yellow. With well, in my kingdom, <laughs> no matter who you're talking to.
0: Well, in my case, that's how do they do things.
4: <laughs> Should It'll do be it? like an In Groom War thing, but with Should like, I do
0: it with or without facial hair?
4: <laughs> with, but it has to be full beard.
0: <laughs> no, I've never heard of And you should beard. grow out your hair. We'll do a ponytail. Oh, my God.
1: Chris's <laughs> extension.
0: His elf extension? Yes! For you just wearing a wig.
3: God, that would be funny.
0: I think the other part of that is I should, I should go with like the biggest fucking sword I can find, like on my back. So in this princess dress, big sword, facial hair, the whole works.
1: I like it. Yes, I, I keep it. I don't care what Danny says.
0: He can't say anything because so I'll be a patron at that point.
2: No, he doesn't work here. He... In my
3: kingdom? You're <laughs> not
0: Well, in my kingdom, we treat women with respect. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing the fair this year.
3: Mm. Yeah. Through,
0: uh, through various, uh, conversations and disagreements, I'm not doing the fair this year. <laughs> yeah. We're obviously not even going
1: to be here to change our yeah. minds, but, um, yeah. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I wanted I was I was thinking of fun crazy things to come into the fair like wearing as a patron <laughs> I'm like no one can say anything about me.
0: Just like just like the craziest like anime garb you can think yeah, of. Right. <laughs> something something
4: out of my I'm Sailor Moon. My
0: Sailor Moon, yeah, Sailor, Sailor, Sailor Moon. Moon.
1: I have a Sailor Moon costume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, my Jupiter costume. Sailor, Jupiter. So
0: so you made the General Gare costume? Yes. Because that looked like a complicated costume to make.
1: Um No, actually. It's time-consuming. Leatherwork, for anyone who doesn't know, I was playing General of the Northland Armies for this past fair year. And uh, my my costume, I decided, was going to be some kick-ass fantasy armor, um, because I never worn any kind of fantasy armor, and I said, you know what?
0: It was very right. female battle armor. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to come out with, like, midriff going on. I don't care, I guess. What's going to happen? But, but I decided to make it out of leather. And having done both seamstress work with all kinds of cloth and leather work, leather work is it's kind of the same difference between 2D animation and 3D animation. Whereas it doesn't take a lot to plan making a costume or drawing, like, a 2D character. You Uh you draw the thing, and that's it. But all of the work is really involved. Right. As opposed to leather work, it takes forever to plan. (laughs) And the work is actually pretty simple. Uh, You know, it's just, like, punching holes, pounding rivets, and, and you're done. Whereas costuming, you have to think kind of inside out because you're sewing things on the inside right. and things that they have to to fit curves and all this kind of stuff whereas leather you can you can bang it out to to, to curve it you can wet it and, and and curve it and all that kind of stuff so it's it's actually a lot easier but you have to have a set plan before you make before you take any kind of step <laughs> which is why I compared it to 3D animation because it takes forever to make the modeling of of everything you need and then once they're done you could just Tell it to go somewhere, and it'll
3: build, <laughs> draw walks
1: <laughs> for itself. Yeah. Um, so both equally is hard, but in in the two different, different reasons, reasons yeah. <laughs> opposite reasons. But uh, but Artemis taught me how to do the leather work, and I met with him um, one night a week, and we just did what what we did. I uh, I don't know what else I can say about that. I I found the the idea for it online. Uh-huh. I was just looking up what what I could possibly look like, and I was like, wow, I want to make this. I want to <laughs> make this exact thing right <laughs> here. And I I knew that I could make it look like metal at, at points when I wanted it to make metal looking by using rubbing buff, which is like a, a wax based metallic. Mm. Thi- what do you what do you even call it? It's a wax based metallic Dying. pigment. No. <laughs> that you rub on and uh and like he ends rub up on
0: with like a cloth or something or
1: oh, you should probably be using a cloth i use my finger <laughs> <laughs> and then like for the next week after i've used my finger i wonder if I'm gotten, i've gotten like poison <laughs> <through my finger. laughs> And because my finger turns entirely silver and I was like, hmm, maybe maybe I shouldn't have touched it. She has a silver touch now. <laughs> Everything I touch yep. turns st-
4: silver.
1: It wow. <laughs> can't even be gold. <laughs> it is like weird pewter colors. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so that was that was it was a lot of fun to put together. I still have it and I kind of tried to make it so that I could have it in a bunch of different pieces, so I can wear it with other things. Like the um, the breastplate and the shoulder pauldrons are two separate pieces that like tie together, and so are the like the hip plates. Ha- those pauldrons on, are nuts. Those pauldrons are really nuts. Yeah. You scared children. I did scare children. It was a lot
2: of fun. You have to get out the front gate.
1: We were at the recruitment station, right station for the Northland right. Armies. And I was standing there and I'm like, You, child! <laughs> you want to be part of the Northland Armies? And he's like, He shakes his head, and I'm just like, Yes, you do. We are the strongest armies. And so I start walking towards him, and he takes a step back. And I'm like, Hmm. So I take another step, and he takes another step back. And then I run after him, and he just like, full on, (laughs) hands up in the air. "Ah!" And I'm like, I think my work here is done. Yeah, we didn't get a lot of children. <laughs> Until you let Jerome and I handle it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then, then we got lots of kids, which were then just beating each other up with foam noodles.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, That's I mean, what kids that's, do. That's, that's, what, that's what kids do. They beat each other up with foam noodles at Renaissance Day. Right?
4: <laughs> and they beat up Jerome's. Or with wooden swords, if their parents actually buy one for them. Yeah. So it's yeah. at least they had foam. You... Yeah, at least there was foam.
0: I used to run the, uh, it wasn't noodles then, it was, uh, PVC reinforced styrofoam sword boffer arena Mm-mm. when I first did Renaissance Fairs, like, I don't know, it's like eight years ago now, that's sad. Yeah, that Um, is. but those kids do not have any regard for your safety at all. No.
1: They have no regard for safety at all. Period. Like, even their safety. That's true. They'll fall off beams and <laughs> punch each other. And they'll, th- they'll punch themselves in the face. They'll hit <laughs> themselves with swords and fall on. The- I'm like, oh, well, geez. they
2: would. They would knock down and beat and beat Aaron Andrew in the face. Oh. I step over, and be like, okay, that's
1: enough. That's enough. He's
2: playing with you and he's letting you do this, but you're kind of hurting
1: him now. Yeah. <laughs> well, children are violent. Yeah, like really, really violent.
0: The very first. Children
4: are are evil. I think that's the word you're looking for. (laughs) They're just evil.
0: The very first year I was a sword fighter, I was running the Boffer booth, and this kid, baseball player, kid, Uh took one of the PVC reinforced pipe uh, foam things and baseball swung at my sword fighting hands Uh and just destroyed it. Like, my hand was. There was a big black and blue down Uh my wrist.
4: Whose idea was it to use PVC pipe?
0: The owners. It's at a, the terrible <laughs> a
1: terrible idea. It's a terrible. This is just terrible. It was
0: PVC pipe wrapped with foam and then wrapped. I with don't duct care tape.
4: what it's wrapped with. It's a terrible <laughs> idea. Need a hand protector. Yeah. Yeah. After that, after
0: that, I wore my fighting gloves. Get like the. Yeah.
4: D- what is it? The police dog training suit is
1: what you need. One's got like pads everywhere.
0: And the the smaller kids aim low, and that's not good.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I saw um, you in one of the police like um, training <laughs> with, things like with a kid biting off his arm,
0: You know what? I wouldn't put that past them. I wouldn't, no. <laughs> nope. we
1: figured out, because they
4: are pretty evil. And the parents will be off on the sidelines, good job, oh, yeah, good yeah, job.
3: Yeah, like, yeah. what?
0: Thanks for destroying that person. Yay. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: you get him, you kill him hard. He's not real. He's, <laughs> He's not an actor. He's just an actor.
4: He's just there for your amusement. It doesn't <laughs> really hurt him. You You
0: paid him $5 to do that to him. <laughs>
4: We're going to learn the
0: art
4: of slave trade. You (laughs) bought that person. You can bite them all you want.
0: Well the worst part was like it was it was like this the circle like the like the pit Mm -hmm. fight was and you had to get the other person outside of the circle or they had to surrender, one of the two. So like, you know, the kids would they're faster than me, so they'd run around me and I'd have to try and get outside the circle without being destroyed (laughs) by these kids.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they don't even care about getting outside the circle. They just want to hit you. Yeah, I know. yeah.
0: Well, a few times the parents had to be like, "Okay, you're done now." <laughs> He's on the ground twitching. <laughs> I think that the way
4: that they should structure those things is when kids pay the $5 to do this, they do it to their parents.
0: (laughs) I tried to get them to do it to their siblings or the parents, but the parents didn't want anything to do with it. And if their siblings did it, it would be more brutal.
4: Yeah. yeah. But you know what? Then the parents, it's their own fault for not breaking it up, and they get to deal with the consequences.
0: Like, the rules were don't hit each other in the head, but when it was siblings, there were no rules. Mm. So they would just pound each other in the face with these things.
4: (laughs) Yeah, that's what I would have done. <laughs> <The American laughs> Gladiator gear. Yeah.
0: Oh, I know. They tried to do that one year but they didn't work out too well. <laughs> the American Gladiator like boffer sticks. They try to do it on like one, like a slightly raised platform. Yeah. The two and they'd have to knock each other off, but people wouldn't stop after that. <laughs> yeah. You know that's
4: rentable now as an inflatable bouncy thing. Oh yeah? Yeah. If you fall into the bouncy. Like it's just like it's this big inflatable thing that's got two posts that come out of it. it's like a big Rectangular ring that's all inflatable bounciness, and then in the in the center of it, there's two posts that you get the people to stand on. And they give you the little inflatable bopper things, and you just try to knock the person into the inflatable whatever.
0: Yeah, no, I had two kids fighting with foam sticks on a piece of two by four. <laughs>
4: yeah, but see, you just give them the inflatable thing, and they can do whatever the hell they want.
0: But that's expensive, and it was a Renaissance <laughs> fair. It's,
1: it's totally period. It's fine. <laughs> Cover it with some hay. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: it'll
4: Uh, cover up the bright like yellow and blue colors. Decorative hay bale and spoon set. We had we had had a lovely decorative decorative spoon 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 set. set. That's fancy utensils at the Northlands.
0: Oh, I, I remember that. Yeah, you're you're. The little, like, teepee thing you had going on yep. with, like, the stuff inside it. It always looked like the shields that were on that thing were made out of, uh, like, uh, peppermint candies.
4: <laughs> I always thought it was, like, a Candy Mountain I was going to when I walked up there, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to Candy Mountain! <laughs> <laughs> they have candy, right? That's what they're advertising. Yes, we got candy. I'm trying to Northland <laughs> If you give me candy, all right. <laughs> Welcome
0: to the Northland Horde. We have candy! <laughs>
4: You would have got a lot more kids. For, I mean, come on, if you get candy. I love that I would I would ask these these little boys, and I'm like, Do you want to be strong and courageous? And they'd be like, No. <laughs> no, no.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't. Want to. That's okay. <laughs> uh,
0: I just want to go over there away from you. <laughs> You're scary, lady.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they hide behind their mom. Like, <laughs> <it's not laughs> forever. Yeah, I hope so. that's one of my goals in life
4: (laughs) see now the problem with that is that then they reflect off to like go to like the goblins.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the animal kid didn't have any Did people like have any idea of, like,
4: what to do there? Like, I, I don't know. People were these bags. Because people weren't usually over there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, the elf yeah. one was fairly well established, and then the fairy one yeah, was, was established. Like the and then besides elves. that, in the Northlanders, there was, like, the
1: that dwarfs, was it. The dwarves kept breaking. Like, every every day it would be broken. I was broken with <laughs> one Hand. <laughs>
0: yeah. yep. The dwarves had the the thing where you hit the thing and it would yes, ring the bell. Yes. Yeah. Test. I
2: don't
0: know what. I He hit it with one hand. I think it was there. getting
4: past you. <laughs> <laughs> Not many people passed it. <laughs> they were like, here's a beam that's slightly
2: raised and a couple of foam noodles.
1: Have at you. We're, like, <laughs> we're kind of like what the elves are.
0: Only more oh. violence. So <laughs> do whatever. There are no rules. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Just better. you got like five minutes to do whatever you want each other.
1: I don't care. I just slit my throat and like impress me <laughs>
0: Yes, yes. Fight for my amusement. Oh wait, I'm, I'm not the queen yet.
1: Don't
0: impress me anyway. You no, know, one of my favorite things uh, in the scenes was the very last scene. We we're all standing in a line. You're like going down the line, you like cheering people on, on. huh?
1: Nothing. What? Keep going.
0: <laughs> all right. Anyway, <laughs> we're and you were you're like going down the line trying to like rile up the, the oh, Northland yeah, yeah. contingent. You're like yeah, and you always came by me and said something ridiculous. <laughs> like I was like that's not that's not you say something on.
2: like
1: after this we're getting burritos yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: because at that point
1: I was like none of the, the audience can hear what I'm saying so I'm walking up and down the line being like yeah, they stole <laughs> our tacos
0: we always get more tacos <laughs>
2: oh, no. there's only five tacos in the world <laughs> we were in the box in the back And most of our conversation was, can you hear him? No? Can anybody see what's going on? (laughs) Oh, my God, when are they going to stop talking? This, because it it was uncomfortable and cramped, so the sooner we got
1: to push down... Well, even if
4: it wasn't uncomfortable and cramped, I mean, I was watching that from a distance in our vendor booth, and I was still like, when are they going to stop talking? Like, I can't hear what they're saying, so just get to the fight part.
0: So could you hear, like, when the thing was supposed to happen? Like,
2: Yeah, the Danny gave some kind of signal we could see him and basically kind of hear him, because he yelled very loud for it. Uh, and then the, the boom.
0: Yeah, and just to set this up real quick so that people know what we're talking about. During the last scene, uh, during the big melee, there was a false wall that was supposed to come down... And reveal uh, Kate and a few other people are supposed to be, like, these awesome fucking...
4: Elemental gods.
0: Elemental gods that were supposed to take everyone out. And uh, so they were just sitting back there behind the false wall for God knows how long, waiting for people (laughs) to stop talking. Should have brought a deck of cards. All right, what was it like the day the cannon didn't go off on time? (laughs) (laughs) Because we were all like, oh, shit, the cannon didn't go off. What's going to (laughs) happen?
2: Um, I think we were just the same as you, we were just like, uh, should we push down the wall anyway, should we wait, uh, guys, cannon, 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 cause they uh, hear us. Yeah. Um, and eventually it happened, but Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was just picturing everybody outside in the audience being like, what's supposed to be
4: happening? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be an inter- like a, a big interruption. Yeah. And then <laughs> and all, all of us just And nothing. they're all like already crouched down. <laughs> like, OK, those they stopped for
1: some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they stop? In the middle of a giant battle. They just stop and stare. They stop, stop and stop we're like, OK? Yeah. <laughs> and then at that point, we don't have anything to do anymore because there's no more So I just kept like... Hitting that shield, <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen, but I'm
2: just gonna keep doing it. Let's not All we did was yell like, caddy, 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 caddy,
0: caddy. Me and Jim were both on the ground because we'd finished our fight at that point, and, and we looked at each other. Oh my god, what are we gonna do? Jim was like, "Punch me!"
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god.
2: I think that they actually had lit it. It's just that the fuse was too long, so they couldn't oh, do
0: anything about
2: yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So they shortened it after that. I think it was the first time that we used that particular.
4: Oh, that's right. Because the first weekend I we had a whole different cannon, right? A
2: different setup. So the fuse was too long. So we're <clears you're throat> sitting there like,
0: cannon, and, like it's lit! What? <laughs> <laughs> like, blowing on it, trying to make it go fast. Just go, just go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, so we are we are at our hour. Hour and five minutes. Um, is, uh, do you guys have anything that's going on like right now, like stage or writing wise, or are you just focusing on moving? Um,
2: well, a lot about moving. I'm just writing a parks and recreation script,
1: which
2: has been
1: fun. Um, that's it, nothing. Okay. Yeah, I I couldn't be involved in anything because we didn't know when we were gonna go, so I couldn't give any kind of commitment. Right. And if I, got into a play, and then, you know... Had to leave. Had to leave, that <laughs> really sucks. so I, I haven't been able to do anything. Um, Phoenix Stage Company right now is doing Death and Taxes. Um, it opened up last weekend. It's a very funny show. It is... Free popcorn. Yes, there's free popcorn, like always. It's a great little theater. It's on Rubber Avenue and um, in Nagatuck. And um, and it's very funny, kind of murder mystery-esque thing. All right. Um... So
0: that's that's a fun fun show if you are
1: looking to go see something and free popcorn. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I'm
0: sold. Yeah. <laughs> Always free
4: popcorn
1: over there. Hey, interesting
4: show and free popcorn. I'm I'm good. Yeah.
0: So when you guys move to L. A. and you're famous, yes, you need to you need to come back on the show so that we can talk about how famous you are.
1: That would be
0: awesome. I I think we'll look forward
1: to that. <laughs> Um, if I'm famous for porn though, I'm
0: not <laughs> going to come back. <laughs> we'll, we'll just we'll just have to say you're in movies. We'll say. Uh, <laughs> I love it. It's fine. <laughs> we all we have to do is be very vague about what kind of movie you're in, <laughs> and, and we'll just talk about what it's like on the a quote on the set. <laughs> and you don't have to talk about any other stuff. <laughs> all right, uh, so that's that's it for the show. Thanks for being on the show. You're very welcome and hopefully we'll see you again